Let us pray. Father, we bless your name. Lord, we glorify you. It is not by our doing that we are standing here at this time. It is by your mercy. That is why we are appreciating you. There are a lot of people that we started this year together. They are no more. It's not that we are too righteous, but for your mercy that we receive. Father, we thank you for counting us worthy. We bless your name. We glorify you. We honor you and we adore you. We reference you. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you for everything that you have done for us. Thank you for the one you are doing right now. And thank you for the one you are going to do before the end of the year. Father, we bless you, we glorify you. As we go into your word, Father, speak your word into our mind in Jesus' name. We rebook every spirit of sleeping in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebook every spirit that may divert our attention in Jesus' name. The purpose of today's message, let it come to pass in my life, in your life, in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. Amen. What is today? We don't know. The last Friday, thank you, sister. God bless you. You will never see any other Friday in the month of December 2018. So whatever you do here is final for Friday in this year. Whatever you do right from now till 12 midnight. So that is final. We are all standing here. I don't know if there is anyone standing that is sitting here that he is thinking that God has not done anything for him this year. Is there anyone? You might be looking for big things. Maybe it has not come to you. You have not seen it. I want you to think. Think about yourself. That you are not in mortuary. Think that you are not in hospital. God has done something for you. I want you to think. That you can even feel your environment. God has done great for you. I want the instrumentalist, please. God has done what? A great thing. And God is continuously to do that. Our God is good. When? And not the time? When I think of good of Jesus and all he has done for me my very soul has shout
again, we want to thank you. We want to bless you because we look back and we appreciate everything that you have done. Blessed be your holy name. Father, we thank you because you are going to do more. We bless your name because you will do more in our life. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have worship. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's give a round of applause to God. Let's have our seat. As you are sitting down, just greet your neighbor. Congratulations. Actually, this message started yesterday night. This message, for those that are here, they will know that this message has commenced yesterday night. Because yesterday during the vigil, we, we were just thanking God. And we will continue in that mode. We will continue in that fashion. We will continue to appreciate God. Why? Because today is the last Friday of the year. So we need to thank God. We need to celebrate. We need to celebrate him. We need to celebrate what God has done for us this year. We need to worship God. We need to worship him. Celebration is worship. Celebration is happiness. And celebration is thanksgiving. That's why I tied to my message today. A call to give thanks is a call to celebrate. A call to give thanks is a call to celebrate. When you are called to give thanks, to appreciate, it means you have to celebrate. Praise the Lord. The definition of celebration in the dictionary includes words and phrases like this. To hold up, to honor, to perform publicly. Are we performing secretly here? This is public. Publicly. And to demonstrate satisfaction. That is what celebration means. So I would like you to understand that celebration and thanksgiving goes hand in hand. Because when you celebrate, you appreciate. And when you appreciate, you are grateful. You are grateful to what God has done for you. And when you are grateful, you are thankful. When you are grateful, you are thankful. And when you are thankful, you celebrate and give thanks to God. And when you are celebrating, you worship. And that is what we are doing. So celebration is worship. The book of Psalm is full with so many thanksgiving, so many chapters, verses, concerning appreciation. It provides for why we should always thank God. It, that is the book of Psalm. It tells us how we should celebrate. It also tells us how we should worship God. Praise the Lord. Today, I'm going to talk about some things which will enable us to discover how to worship God, how to appreciate God, how to thank him. I want you to turn with me to Psalm 107. Brother Matthew, you have the mic. 
Psalm 107. We'll be reading from verse 1 to 3 first. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For he is good. For his mercy endures he, forever. His mercy is for everlasting. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And gathered out of the lands. From the east and from the west. From the north and from the south. How great is our God. That he has redeemed us from our enemy. This Psalm 107, from verse 1 to 3, he is saying, give what? What he said we should give? That is what we are giving today. To who? To God. Why? Because he's good? Yes. Because he's good. That is what we have read there. And what? His mercy endures forever. God is good. Then, who are those people to give that thanks? According to that verse 1 to 3. The redeemed. Are you redeemed? Give a clap offering to God. I just asked a question that is also answered in that same chapter. That who are these redeemed people? Let's read on verse 4 to 8 now. Please listen because I'll be asking questions. Verse 4 to 8. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Thank you, brother. Who are these redeemed people? Now, from that verse... First line of uh, verse 4. They wander in wilderness. Those who have been in desert of life. Those who have been in the desert of life. They are the one that God has redeemed. It said they wander in the wilderness in a desolate way. That is they were roaming about. They found no city to dwell. That is find no way to a city where they could settle. They were, they were just moving up and down. Hungry and thirsty, they are so fainted in them. They were angry and they were thirsty. No food for them to eat. And their life began to fade away. And what happened? They cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And they remembered their God. That is, they cried out. That means they remember their God. That yes, we have God somewhere. If a child is playing outside, if something happens, he will run back to his parents. 
So these people that have been in the desert of life, they run back to God. And he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way. He led them. He did not describe the way for them. He showed them that way, the path to follow. He showed them the path. Isaiah 30, 21 is saying that he will show you the direction. Say, this is the way, follow it. Praise the Lord. And he led them forth by the right way that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Then he said, Ho, oh, that man will give thanks for the Lord, to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful work to the children of men. Now, let me ask you this question. How many of you have found yourself in the desert of life? All of us. All of us. When I say desert, I'm not saying you should go to Wahhabi sand and be stranded there. No. You may be in the jungle. That jungle might be a desert. But when you lack something, you are in a desert. When you are looking for something that is not coming to you, it's a desert. In the desert, nothing works. Nothing. Nothing works. Everything stands still. You might be rich. You might have money. If you don't have peace of mind, you are in a desert. Because nothing will work. Nothing will work. You may have the peace. You may have everything to yourself. One other thing might be troubling you. No matter how the sky is clear, when you look around, you will always see a little dark cloud. That dark cloud might be a desert in somebody's life. So the, that period of desert of life, that, what I've just mentioned, those are the period for desert of life. So if you have been rescued from that, you have been rescued from that desert, you are a celebrator. You need to celebrate. You need to rejoice. Now I want you to flash your mind back to the beginning of this year. How many deserts of life have you found yourself? And how many times God has redeemed you? So you can discover that you have to begin to appreciate God. You need to be thanking God for witnessing the last Friday of this year. And what does that mean? When you celebrate, when you appreciate God, it shows that you have high hope to witness the last Friday of 2019. Can I hear amen? Because you appreciate God. An appreciative child always receives more. Brother said it last week here. When a child appreciates what his of our parent has done for him or her, he will receive more. Praise the Lord. Verse 9. Because that's verse nine, verse nine, brother. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness 
Yes. That is the hope that the incoming year is going to be a year that we will lack nothing. Amen. Everything will be there for us. Amen. But you need to appreciate God. Amen. I want Sister Julia to come over here. Because I want you to appreciate God. How do you appreciate? You need to dance. You need to sing unto the Lord. I want you on your feet. Sister will sing for us. Instrumentalist, please. Please. Can I ask Sister Judy to be with me, please? Okay, Sister, Sister Judy. Judy, please. Quickly. Instrumentalist, please. The drummer. Hallelujah. We are celebrating. We are appreciating God. I know the sleep will disappear today. Brad Thomas, where are you? Hakuna Mungu kama wewe. Brad Thomas. No one like Jesus. If your neighbor is not allowing you to dance, ask him to move side. Hakuna Mungu kama wewe. Hakuna Mungu kama steps that Judy will be showing you. Because yes. when we say, Hakuna Mungu kama wewe, we are saying there is no other God like you. There's and no when we say, God. Natembea, you just have to walk. You have to search him. You have to round and look for him. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go. Hakuna Mungu kama wewe. redeemed people. Those 
who has been born by darkness. Psalm 107, 10 to 15, brother, quickly. Those who have been born by darkness, they are the redeemed people, the people that God has redeemed. One zero seven ten to fifteen. Those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and irons, because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, He brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Hallelujah. Now, who are these redeemed people? Those who have been burned by darkness. You see, our God is good all the time because he's a merciful God. Some sat in darkness and in deepest darkness. They are prisoners, suffering in iron's chain. Why? For they have rebelled against the word of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Then he subjected them to bitter labor. And they do what? They stumble. And there is no one to help them. And what do they do again? They remember their God. They cry unto their God to deliver them. And he brought them out of that darkness and the deepest sadness and broke away every shame. Our God is so merciful that sometimes even when we, we sin against him, he still has mercy for us. He forgives us. Whatever he wants to drop for us, he still drop it. How many of us that we say our friend, we want to give something to, even to our children? Maybe they misbehave. You say, I'm not giving you again. But our God is not like that. Our God is God of mercy. Amen. He always forgives. So those who that have rebelled against him, that the sin have taken them, the, the sin have taken over their life. God still forgive them. And he brought them out of their deepest darkness. And what follow again? Those type of men will give thanks to the Lord. Verse 15. Oh, that man will give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. And for his wonderful work to the children of men. You might say you have not been in darkness. Your sin, your sin have taken you into darkness. But his mercy has brought you back. He redeemed you. And that is why you are alive today. So you need to thank God. Right from January up to this time. So you have sat in so many darkness. But the Lord is merciful. He's bringing you out. He's a wonderful, merciful God. And not just that, verse 16 says what, brother? For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. 
folds. Yes, he broke down the gate of bronze and cut through the iron bar. That is part of mercy that God has for us. Irrespective of the sin that you have committed, he still breaks all those things. One of the greatest things God does is bringing light into darkness. And when light appears, darkness will disappear. And I pray, whatever be the darkness in your life, the light of God will shine over it in Jesus' name. So those that have been redeemed are those that have sat in darkness and God has brought them out. This set of people, the Bible confirmed that they have to appreciate God. If you are thinking that I've not seen, let me tell you, there's no way you can walk with your head straight, straight forward and it will never move. There's no way. You will walk that your head will not move. If you try to move, people will not... Brother, what is your problem? What happened? You are just going. But your head will move. Praise the Lord. We are still talking of the redeemed people. In verse 2, he talks about those that have been redeemed. So, again, I ask the question, who are these redeemed people mentioned in verse 2? Those who have been delivered, those in darkness. Now, this Psalm 107 mentioned many of them. Again, verse 17 to 20. Please, I will ask that question again. You have to pick the answer from this. Fools. Who are those that have been... Re- 17 to 20. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them, and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord. Yeah, they belong to the group of people that will give thanks to the Lord. So who are these redeemed people in these few verses? The fools, okay? Those who have experienced hopelessness. Those who have experienced what? Hopelessness. They are the ones that have been redeemed. They became fools due to their rebellious way. They suffer affliction because of their iniquities. These are the hopeless, hopelessness one. To the extent that they even dislike the food. And they are, who are very, very close to the death. And then they do what? They cry to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He sent for his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. All these people are the redeemed ones. What is the Bible saying? Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deed for men. Let them sacrifice thank offering and even tell of the God goose works. 
We are still celebrating Thanksgiving. We are still rejoicing. I want Sister Claudine, Claudine to come out and also give us a song to appreciate God, to thank God. Our God is good. We need to appreciate him. We need to thank him. We greet it in the name of Jesus. The song that I'm about to sing is not a praise song, but it's a, it's a song of the promises of who God is. Amen. Um, so I pray that it be a blessing unto your hearts. Amen. There's different ways of praising him. With our feet, with our hands, and when we worship him, we lift our hands in unison before God. Amen. Be blessed. That he would be our counselor, a mighty God and the Prince of Peace. He promised us that he would be God for everything that he has done for us. Who are these redeemed people mentioned in verse 2? 
Psalm 107, 23 to 30. Those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business on great waters, they see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commands and raises the stormy wind, which lifts up the waves of the sea. They mount up to the heavens. They go down again to the depths. Their soul melts because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and he brings them out of their distresses. He, he calms the storm so that its waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. Thank you. So who are these redeemed people in these verses? Those who have been in distress. I don't know what sea of life you have found yourself. We know how sea is not a gentle body of water. So what sea of life you have found yourself? Are you feeling the storm? If you are feeling the storm and God has delivered you, you have been redeemed. The Bible says, then they cry unto the Lord. If you find yourself in the sea of life, if you are not table it before God, brethren, I'm encouraging you, put it across to the Lord and he will deliver you. No matter what the storm of life you are passing through now, I'm not talking of Arabian Sea. I'm talking about the storm of life. You know the kinds of situation you find yourself, directly or indirectly. It might be you, it might be your relative, it might be your, your, your children or your spouse that is in, in, this, in the deepest sea of life. And the storm begins to throw it up and down. Here we were told that he commanded and the storm stopped. You have tabled everything before God this year. You can testify to God. We have so many testimonies here yesterday night. For every victory night that we have had in this assembly, we have been testified to the glory of God. So we need to thank God. We need to appreciate him so that he can do more. And the Bible confirmed that those men that find themselves in the distress of life, in the sea of life, in the storm of life, they praise God. Why? Because they, call, they cry unto the Lord in their trouble. They cry unto the Lord. And he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm. That storm in your life, that you are thinking has not come. As I'm speaking now, some people are thinking, okay, I'm still passing through the same situation. Let me tell you, brethren, if you see somebody's problem, you will know that your own problem is little. But because we don't gather people that are suffering together to have a meeting and share that, that's why we don't know who deserves the chairmanship. So you are thinking your problem is the biggest. If you witness somebody's problem, you will give glory to God. If you want to know how fortunate you are, 
Go to slum area and see what people are passing through. Go to the hospital and see what people are passing through. So our God is good. He's redeeming us. He has redeemed us. And he will continue to redeem us. So when you thank God, you celebrate. When you celebrate, you worship. No, Psalm 100 encourages us not only to celebrate and worship God for what he has done, but he said, it encourages us that we should celebrate, we should thank God for who he is. The book of uh, Esclar, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it very well, so I don't want my teeth to jump out. Esclasiatis. Praise the Lord. It's a tongue-twisting word. <laughs> this book of Psalms that there is time for everything. But the time we are now is time for what? Thanksgiving. So that means we have to celebrate. We have to rejoice. Sister Angela Futado, please come. We are going to dance again. We need to celebrate. Technical team, please get set for her. Like I said, you want to know how privileged you are? Go to hospital. Go to the slum. You can even visit cemetery. Then you will know that how God is, what God is doing. Let's be on our feet. I want us to dance. It's not just for you to listen. Because today we are thanking God. Our God is good. And not the time. So as we are waiting for the technical team, let's begin to think how we will appreciate God for the rest of this year, for what God has done for you. Let's begin to look at it. Let's begin to think of it. You know, sometimes this technology we will redeem it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is good. And all the Begin to shake your body even if you have not heard the music. Don't stand.
popular songs. Many of us here, we have crammed it, we have it in our head, we have memorized it. But this psalm is just five verses. It is so popular. Why? Because it's a psalm of invitation. Psalm of thanksgiving, brother, thank you. Verse one and two. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Yes. Come before his... It's an invitation verses, one and two. He invites you. That's why I'm inviting brethren. Don't worry, I can still call any of you. <laughs> I'm inviting them to come and sing so that we can, we can feel the atmosphere of, uh, uh, of appreciation. 
So this verse 1 and 2 invites us to reverence and worship God with gladness. Why should we celebrate with gladness? Why? Why is these two verses he's saying that? Verse 3 and 5 of this same verse give reasons for that. Know that the Lord, he is God. Know Amen. that the first lesson is that the Lord is God. God. We serve the God, the true God. There is no any other God. All other God are what? They are counterfeit. They are just sheer idols. You can't compare all other gods to our almighty God. Deuteronomy 4.39 say, Know therefore this day, and consider it in thy heart, that the Lord is God in heaven and above, and upon the earth, upon the earth beneath, there is none else. Psalm 86, 8 says, among the God, there is none like unto thee, O Lord, neither there any work like unto thy work. So the first reason why we are being invited to come and worship God and thank God is because he's God, he's Lord of gods, the God of gods. The second reason, read on, brother. Verse 3 and 5 you are going to read. Know that the Lord... He is God. It is he who has made us. That is the second reason. And he is he that have created us. And not we ourselves. No, we are, we have not, you have not created yourself. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We belong to him. We belong to God. Because he created us. And before even he created man, he has provided everything God that man we need. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts Verse with... Verse 5. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. The third reason is that we belong to him. We belong to God. He takes care of us. He has provided for us what we need. And another reason why he's inviting us to come and worship with him is that the Lord, his mercy and faithfulness are permanent in our life. Read verse 5 again, brother. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. His mercy is everlasting. Lamentation 3.22 and 23 say, through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed because his compassion fail not. He has said it's for everlasting. Every morning, they are renewed. As you wake up, that mercy has re reloaded. It's reloading, self-reloading. All you need to do is to log in. Log in to God with your prayer. The mercy already reloaded. Praise the Lord. Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. So these are the reasons why that psalm is inviting us to celebrate, to rejoice. But these reasons tell us to rejoice and advise us always to worship and give thanks and praises to God. Verse 4. 
Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his holy name. Yes. Verse 4 is the one that is telling us now to come to his presence. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will sing since the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. Does it make you glad? He has made me glad. You need to thank him. I will rejoice you have to rejoice for he has made me glad. Because he's making you to, to be glad. He has made me glad. Hallelujah. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I will enter his gate. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he with thanksgiving what do you want to do what happened you need to rejoice and sing what type of song you want to sing psalm 33 verse 3 what type of song you are going to sing 33 verse 3 a new song a new song 40 verse 3 He has, he has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. He has put a new song in our mouth. Praise to our God. 96 verse 1. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. All the, all the what? All the earth. All the years. Hallelujah. So that means not just today. I trust our sister... All the earth. All the earth, yeah, all the earth. Everyone. It's not just today. You have to sing all the time. Everyone, all the earth. Our sister, when they're in the kitchen, they sing. When they're in the bedroom, they sing. When brother is driving, they sing. Sing a new song. Songs of praise. 98 verse 1. Why you oh, need to sing, sing to a, the new Lord song. a new song? Yes, why? For he has done marvelous things. He has done things. marvelous and wonderful things. His right hand and his holy arm has gained him the victory. Hallelujah. Your victory is sure. Amen. My victory is sure. Amen. 144 verse 9. 144 verse 9.
144 verse 9. I will sing a new song to you, O God. Now listen. On a 30, thank you, brother. 33 verse 3 says, sing to him a new song. 43 says, he put a new song in my mouth and a song of praises to out, praises to out to God. Then 96 says, sing to the Lord a new song. 98 also say, 98 one says, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wonderful things. Now, he's been, uh, been confirmed here. He's been personalized. How we sing a new song to the Lord. Are you going to sing a new song to the Lord? Yes. 149 verse 9, uh, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. So we are talking of new song. And so, thank you, brother. Do you really have to sing a new song? We have what we call remix. You can remix the old song. You can put, uh, let me, what they call it, uh, masala. <laughs> you can add masala to it, it becomes a new song. You add flavor. When you, even if it is la 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 la, it's a flavor to the song. You can add that to the, what you are thinking is an old song. Because I don't want you to be thinking I'm not a composer. How do I come with a new song? Try to add flavor. That makes it a new song. So why do we need to sing a new song in his presence? Because every time he's renew his mercy. He's renew our life. That is why we need to continuously sing a new song. What are these songs? They are songs of joy, songs of passion, songs of praise, songs of peace, songs of victory. A few days ago, we celebrated Christmas here. We are celebrating the gift of God. So we need to sing a new song unto God. Don't get me wrong. All songs are not boring. They are not boring. I'm only asking you to introduce some flavor into it. Even if it is, oh, ah, la, 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 la. You have modified it. You've remixed it. Praise the Lord. So as we step into the new year, Remember that the old thing will pass away and the new thing will spring out. So let the old song occupy our mind. You see, Mary sang new song. He was excited. Hannah sang new song, was also excited. You must celebrate. You must shout for joy. Amen. You will sing a new song. With instrument, you will sing. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, verse 9, Psalms 98, 7 and 8. Brother, I want you to read that. Let the sea roar and all its fullness. Read the on. world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord. For he is coming to judge the earth. Thank you, brother. He said, let the river clasp their hands. I like one thing in this church. Once there is a song, even there is no music, our hands goes together. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. If sea is being commanded to roar, we can as well roar in joy. We can roar in joy. We can clasp our hands. Because 
we have to serve him, we need to appreciate him. We need to thank him for what he has done. Our God is good all the time. We have been invited through verse 2 of Psalm 100. That is an invitation. Because God has given us joy. And we need to rejoice. Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the lost way. And again, I say rejoice. So, if your attitude is right with God, try to sing unto God every time. Make your way to be right with God. You will have joy when you serve God. That joy will be in you. That joy will radiate in you. And you will glorify God. Because of our time, I will just cut it because I want to go to Psalm 150 also. Because the good thing about Psalm 150 is started with an explosion. Verse 1, brother, Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the Thank trumpet. Thank you, brother. So, this, the verse 1 of this psalm answers the question, where do we praise him? Where? Where is he mentioning there? In the sanctuary. Your heart is the sanctuary. So that means every time you can praise him. You need to allow him to live in your heart. So, we praise him every time. At this time, I want Sister Nena to come over here. We need to sing and dance again. Sister Nena, okay. Let's be on our feet. It's time to dance again. It's not every time that pastor only stand here throughout. You also, you can stand. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to thank and praise God um, by worshiping him with this song. You've been faithful, God, from the rangers Is for 
please remain standing. Our God is good. You see, verse 6 of Psalm 150, pull it, everything I've been saying together. That verse 6, put everything together. Can we read it together? Hallelujah. Everything that do what? Praise who? Praise the Lord. So can you discover now that you are not accepted? You have to praise him. You have to glorify him. You need to honor him. You need to adore him. You need to bless his name. You need to glorify him for what he has done. We thank God. Our God is faithful. Every time. We thank him because whenever we call upon him, he's there to answer us. There are so many things that he's doing for us. Brethren, what I'm saying is that we should always learn how to appreciate. We should always know how to thank God. We should all know that, yes, you need to appreciate God. That whatever he does, whatever he do, that you need to appreciate him. Our God is faithful. As you are standing... I want you to pray unto God. Lord, is there any area of my life that I have not appreciated you? Because of your mercy, forgive me. Because of your mercy, Lord, forgive me for those areas I have not appreciated you. Let's begin to tell God. Lord, every area I supposed to thank you, every area I supposed to appreciate you that I have not done so, Father, have mercy. Forgive me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. We are going to tell God, Lord, this is the last message for Friday for this year. The purpose of this message must manifest in my life. It must come to pass. Begin to appreciate God. Begin to tell God that, Lord, I've heard your word today. That I should appreciate you. That an appreciative child receives more. I want more, more of you. More of you in my life. Commit yourself unto God. More of you in my life. More of you in my work. More of you over my spouse, over my children, over my family, over everything that belongs to me. More of you. I want to feel your presence. I want to testify to your glory. I want to glorify you. Thank you, Almighty God. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Our Father in heaven, we thank you. We adore you, we praise you. If our tongue is as many as the sand of the seashore, it's not enough to praise you for what you have done, for everything you have done in our life. Lord, we thank you. Father, we appreciate you. Lord, we bless your holy name. We have nothing to give you. You don't eat rice, you don't eat anything, but the appreciation is the only thing we can offer you. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you right from January up to this time. We bless your name from January up to this moment. We thank you. For every service, we glorify you. For every prayer answer, we honor you. For the prayer that we offer to you, for the program that we have in this time, we give you glory. Being that exalted in Jesus' name. As we go along, let our appreciation continue. Let our thanksgiving continue. So that when we meet here on Monday night, Monday night, your name shall be glorified. Your name shall be honored. 
and we shall testify to your glory. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's share the grace together in fellowship. Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, the next mercy shall follow us all the days of our life and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.